Well, what a happy occasion. Uh, we've got autumn colours outside and we've got autumn colours inside. And it's so good to be here on this time when uh, Kevin and Lydia are going to celebrate their love and express their commitment to one another. So a big welcome to everybody here to this service. And we acknowledge that all is done before our God. So I'm going to pray at the outset of our service. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this special day, for the joy of this occasion. We know that a wedding day and all that's beyond requires your blessing. So we look to you for your help and we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, the the love of a a wedding day and indeed the love of a, a married life is because of the love that comes from God. And uh, in the first hymn that uh, Kevin and Lydia have chosen for us, expresses that tremendous love for God. So we're going to sing together our first hymn. It's going to be up on the, there, and it's also included in your hymn sheet that you've got. It's love divine, all love's excelling, joy of heaven to earth come down. Fix in us thy humble dwelling, all thy faithful mercies crown. Let's sing this together.
congregation can now be seated. That's good. If you come up here, face each other. That's, that's great. Well, just before we get going in the, the marriage vows, um, Kevin and Lydia, as part of their vows, would like a congregational undertaking. Uh, Some of you may have come across this before. It's in recognition, really, that a good marriage needs the commitment and support of others. So at uh, some point in the the ceremony we just come to, I will ask you all, will you, the friends and family of Kevin and Lydia, support and uphold them in their marriage now and in the years to come? And when we get to that point, if you're in agreement, you just loudly say, we will. Okay. So we've gathered here in the presence of God to witness the marriage of Kevin Ranson and Lydia Barton, to pray God's blessing on them, to share in their joy and to celebrate their love. Marriage is an excellent relationship given by God from the creation when he said the man and the woman would become one flesh. Jesus honoured this relationship by his presence and the first miracle at the wedding in the village of Cana in Galilee. It is God's purpose that as a husband and wife give themselves to each other in loving devotion throughout their lives, this relationship is a picture of the union of Christ with his church. Marriage is given so that husband and wife serve God together, comfort and help each other, living faithfully both in joy and in sorrow. It is also given to be the foundation and bond of family life, so that if in God's goodness they have children, those children may be brought up in a stable, loving environment and in the service of God. In marriage, husband and wife belong to one another in a new and lifelong relationship. Marriage is a sign of unity and loyalty, which all should uphold and honour. It enriches society and strengthens community, It must not be undertaken carelessly, lightly or selfishly, but responsibly and in the fear of the Lord. This is the way of life created and made holy by God, which Kevin and Lydia are now to begin. Therefore, on this their wedding day, we pray with them that strengthened and guided by God, they may fulfil his purpose for the whole of their earthly life together. If anyone can show any just cause why they may not be lawfully united in marriage, let them speak now or else forever hold their peace. Good. Well, that's good. We can move on. (laughs) So, Kevin and Lydia, uh, the vows you're about to make are to be made in the name of God, who is the judge of all and who knows the secrets of our hearts. Therefore, if either of you knows any reason why you may not lawfully marry, you must declare it. So, Kevin, will you please repeat this? I declare that I know of no legal reason. I declare that I know of no legal reason. Why I, Kevin Roy Ranson. Why I, Kevin Roy Ranson. May not be joined in marriage. May not be joined in marriage. To Lydia Abigail Barton. To Lydia Abigail Barton. Lydia, will you please repeat this? I declare that I know of no legal reason. I 
declare that I know of no legal reason. Why I, Lydia Abigail Barton. Why I, Lydia Abigail Barton. May not be joined in marriage. May not be joined in marriage. To Kevin Roy Ransom. To Kevin Roy Ransom. Kevin, will you have Lydia to be your wife, to live together within God's plan in the holy relationship of marriage? Will you love her, comfort her, honour and keep her in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others, be faithful to her as long as you both shall live? With God's help, I will. Lydia, will you have Kevin to be your husband, to live together within God's plan in the holy relationship of marriage? Will you love him, comfort him, honour and keep him in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others, be faithful to him as long as you both shall live. With God's help, I will. Will you, the families and friends of Kevin and Lydia, support and uphold them in their marriage now and in the years to come? Who gives Lydia to be married to Kevin? Please, can you join your right hands? That's the right ones. (laughs) Difficult to think straight up here, isn't it? Um, Kevin, please, will you repeat this? I, Kevin. I, Kevin. Take you, Lydia. Take you, Lydia. To be my wedded wife. To be my wedded wife. To have and to hold. To have and to hold. From this day forward. From this day forward. For better, for worse. For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. For richer, for poorer. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. To love and to cherish. To love and to cherish. Till death us do part. Till death do us part. Or the Lord Jesus comes again. Or the Lord Jesus comes again. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. I promise to be faithful and true. I promise to be faithful and true. In the presence of God I make this vow. In the presence of God I make this vow. Lydia, will you repeat this please? I, Lydia. I, Lydia. Take you, Kevin. Take you, Kevin. To be my wedded husband. To be my wedded husband. To have and to hold. To have and to hold. From this day forward. From this day forward. For better, for worse. For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. For richer, for poorer. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. To love, cherish and respect. To love, cherish and respect. Till death us do part. Till death us do part. Or the Lord Jesus comes again. Or the Lord Jesus comes again. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. I promise to be faithful and true. I promise to be faithful and true. In the presence of God I make this vow. In the presence of God I make this vow. That's good. Right, the rings may now be used. And uh, these rings signify that these promises and this union shall remain unbroken while life shall last. Kevin, if you have Lydia's. And you put, put it halfway on. Yeah. And Kevin, can you please say these words? Lydia, I give you this ring as a token of the promise made between us and in pledge of my affection and devotion. With my body, I honour you. Sorry. All that I am, I give to you. And all that I have shared, I have shared with you. 
within the love of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. A bit of reflection of this, isn't there? Yeah, that's good. So, Lydia and Kevin's. you could say this. Kevin, I give you this ring as a token of the promises made between us and in pledge of my affection and devotion. With my body, I honour you. And all that I am, I give to you. All that I have, I share with you. Within the love of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wonderful. What God has joined together, let not man separate. Kevin and Lydia have agreed to be united in marriage, have witnessed this before God and this company, and have given their promise to each other. They have also declared their promise by giving and receiving a ring and by joining hands. I therefore pronounce them husband and wife in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You may now kiss the bride. And you may now also take a seat. (laughs) Well, in one part of the Bible in Colossians, it says, Above all these things, put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And that thought is in mind as we come to our second hymn that they've chosen. It's the hymn, Bind Us Together. So please stand when the piano starts and we shall sing through this hymn. And then after we've sung through this hymn, we want to pray on an occasion like this. And so Matthew Cottington's, Lydia's brother, is going to uh, lead us in prayer. Lydia's brother-in-law is going to lead us in prayer. And after that, Kevin's brother and sister are going to read items for us. Mark's going to read a a key Bible passage. And then Catherine is going to uh, read a marriage prayer supplied by Kevin's nan from Ireland, who can't be here today. But first we have our next hymn, Bind Us Together.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, our great God, we thank you for this day of celebration. We thank you for the gift of love. We thank you that your love brings life to this world and even brought Jesus, your son, to be our saviour. We thank you that he loved us and gave himself for us. Lord, we celebrate today the love that Kevin and Lydia share, which has drawn them together and has now brought them so close that they come to this place of joyful commitment in their life together. Lord, we pray that their commitment of love in marriage today will be filled with the strength of your love so that it binds them together for all their years to come. We pray that you will fill their marriage with joy, love, faithfulness, enjoyment and grace each and every single day. May they love one another deeply from the heart. May they give themselves to each other, seeking each other's good and walking together through all of life, hand in hand, heart in heart, spirit in spirit. We pray that their love will be strong, courageous, faithful and tender. And may their marriage be filled with laughter and joy. We thank you also, Lord, for the blessing of families who join together today through this new family bond. And as we celebrate Kevin and Lydia's marriage today, may we as family and friends also commit, we pray, to upholding them in prayer and encouragement. And above all, Lord, we pray that the love of the Lord Jesus Christ will continue to inspire them, teach them, fill their hearts and be reflected in their life together, now and always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The way of love. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. A marriage prayer. Lord, help us to remember when we first met and the strong love that grew between us. Help us love in practical ways that nothing can divide us. May our words be kind and our thoughts gracious. May we remain humble enough to ask for forgiveness and wise enough to freely give. Thank you to all of you. 
Well, the theme of love is also in our third hymn. Uh, it's a hymn that's been sung at some of the family weddings in Lydia's family. It is, Here is love vast as the ocean, loving kindness as the flood, when the prince of life, our ransom, shed for us his precious blood. Let's sing together our third hymn. Please sit down. Well, I was glad to have the uh, reading chosen by Kevin and Lydia, and I'm going to talk partly from that. But I want to add two more short readings as well, which uh, will also be a springboard for what I say uh, this morning, this afternoon, this lunchtime. Um, Here is what they are. Matthew 22, where Jesus says... You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. The other is from 1 John, chapter 4. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. 
So the theme connecting all of those Bible readings is love. And you say, well, that's a surprise. The minister on the wedding day is going to talk about love. Well, I am because it's massively important for us to hear about on a day like today, and it's a massively important subject for us to hear about on any day. There are three sorts of love I want to talk about. Spend a little bit more on the first. Some of them you might expect, maybe others you hadn't today. Firstly, love for others. Love for others. Uh, We read that the second great commandment was love your neighbour as yourself. Love for others is uh, basic to the way God wants life to be. Love should characterise all our relationships. And the closest relationship of all is marriage. So especially we want to have love for others within marriage. So Lydia... In the book of Titus, older women are encouraged to uh, encourage younger women to love their husbands. Uh, Kevin, in the book of Ephesians, Paul hammers home that husbands should love their wives. So Kevin and Lydia chose that classic passage from 1 Corinthians 13, and in it it's got great teaching on love. We also read that uh, together. Kevin and Lydia, Esther and I, as part of marriage preparation over this last year, which we very much enjoyed having. I don't know which parts of it stood out. I'm going to read it again, and maybe some of the phrases stick out to you as descriptions of love. I'm going to pick just a few of them to emphasise, but let me read them first again. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Well, I know Kevin and Lydia love each other. I've been impressed by that and the way it works out. Uh, But they won't mind me reminding them of some of these things today and indeed all of us in our relationships and especially in our marriages need reminding of these so let's pick let's pick this one love is patient love is patient husbands test their wives patience wives test their husbands patience maybe Lydia You think that Kevin should be up and doing and he's still reading his military history book. (laughs) Maybe, Kevin, you think it's high time for dinner, you're very hungry and it's Lydia's day to cook and she's still on the phone to her sister. Maybe, Lydia, you want Kevin to make a, a clear and quick decision but he's still mulling over the options. Maybe, Kevin, you were hoping for a a quiet, relaxing day on your honeymoon and Lydia tells you of the four sights you must see through the day. We test each other's patience. But a Christian knows how patient God has been with us 
And so a Christian prays and aims to show patient love in everyday life. That is part of love for others. Love is patient. But the second one I want to pick out of of these is love does not insist on its own way. Well, that comes hard, doesn't it? Well, often it does come hard. We have in mind what, what we want to do, what we think makes sense. And of course it's the best thing to do. And the other person just needs to, to realise what's the best course of action. So maybe we think uh, the Saturday needs to be spent in Eastbourne, not, not London. Or the meal out should be at um, Ask Italian. And not the beef eater. Or the washing should be tumble dried. Uh, not hung in the line. Or the coffee should be with dinner. Not after. Or the holiday should be in the UK. Not abroad. Or tonight is the night for romance. Not another delay. Or we should uh, watch the news over our meal time. Not miss out again. I don't know about you, but I find it very easy to seek what I want, to push for it, to seek my own way to be selfish. And sure, some of those things involve um, some discussion, there are different points of view, and hopefully you're both looking out for one another and you arrive at a sensible decision. But it does need, doesn't it, a spirit of love. It needs a spirit of love where there is unselfishness, because love does not seek its own. One person I heard said that marriage is a giving competition. That's nice, isn't it? It's not always easy, but it's nice and it's right. Marriage is a giving competition. And if we're followers of Jesus, we have a great example to follow because it says of him in Romans in the Bible, Christ pleased not himself. So in loving others, there's that second aspect of love seeks not its own. Love doesn't insist on its own way. And then another thing I picked out of this list, love endures all things. Perhaps you pick that out. It says it bears all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Love is committed and it's enduring. Uh, That's what's so impressive about the vows that Kevin and Lydia just made to one another. That's why marriage is so wonderful. It it gives a secure love. Uh, Someone many years ago put it like this. The wife promises that she will be faithful even if the husband is afflicted with bulges, baldness, bunions and bifocals. Even if he loses his health, his wealth, his job, his charm, even if someone more exciting comes along. The husband promises to be faithful even if the wife loses her beauty and appeal, even if she has, even if she is not as neat and tidy or as respectful as he would like her to be, even if she does not satisfy his sexual desires completely, even if she spends money foolishly or is a terrible cook. Marriage means that a husband and wife enter into a relationship for which they accept full responsibility and in which they commit themselves to each other regardless of what problems arise. A bit caricatured, but it's got a good point, doesn't it? 
Oh, Kevin and Lydia, I'm thankful that that's the sort of love that you are committing to. So there we have some different elements of love for others, which is good for us to think about. But secondly, I just want to think briefly about love for God. So we had love for others, now love for God. Uh, we heard the second great commandment, but what's the first and the most important? Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. Uh, we tend to forget, don't we, that that's the first priority. When we come to a wedding day, we easily forget that's the first priority. When we think of married life ahead, it's very easy for us to forget the first priority of loving God, of God being at the centre. It makes sense, he's our creator, he's the giver of all good gifts, he knows what's best for us, he is our judge, he gives wise direction, it makes perfect sense. But we tend to forget it. What does it mean for a couple in practice? Well, it it means uh, wanting what God wants most in all decisions. It means thinking about what he wants done with our time and money. It means having worship and prayer as part of our life. It means prioritising hearing from his word and uh, serving at church. It means enjoying his forgiveness, his peace, his hope. It means encouraging a warm, God-centred home to the blessing of others. And that's quite different, maybe, from how we think. But it's good, it's the best way forward, and I know it's something that you're both thoughtful about. And to help you in that, when couples get married here, the church here likes to give just a little gift to commemorate the occasion. So I've got that here. We like to give a Bible. So at this point in the address, I'm going to pass this on to you. It's got a a little sticker inside, and it says this. Presented to Kevin and Lydia on your wedding day, Tuesday the 25th of October, 2022, from the members of Forest Fold Baptist Church. May God's word have a central place in your life together. Then there's a Bible verse. Oh, how I love your law. It's my meditation all the day. So if I can give that to you, I know you'll need to pass it on to somebody else for most of the day. (laughs) But it's from us with our love and maybe it'll be a help in this second area of love for God. Two down, one to go. And I've saved the best till last. The third is love from God. So love for others, love for God, love from God. And you may have listened to the first two points and you thought, well, I've failed badly. Well, I know I have. Loving others with patience, unselfishly, faithfully, I often haven't been like that. Loving God with my heart and strength, well, I just know that I'm a beginner on that front. 
And we need forgiveness. And we need love poured into our hearts so that we can love others like that. And that's where our other reading comes in. In this, the love of God was made manifest, was revealed among us, that God sent his only Son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation, take away the sin, take away the punishment of the sin for our sins. God has such wonderful love for people in sending Jesus to die on the cross. On the cross he was taking away the failures of others. And all who turn to him and put their trust in him are forgiven. Jesus is their substitute. He takes their sins on himself. Now, my wife had an operation yesterday. In my more noble moments, there was part of me that said I'd like to have had it instead to spare her. It was a bit difficult because it was a hysterectomy. So I didn't, and I couldn't. But Jesus saw people in their sin, in their shame, and in their failure, and he wanted to, and he could do, be their substitute, take the pain, take the punishment, take the penalty instead. And that's why he went to the cross. Amazing love. How can it be that you, my God, should die for me, says an old hymn. Well, perhaps you've never heard about that or never really thought about that. Well, let me tell you, it's amazing and it's liberating. Knowing God's love through Jesus beats everything. And it's also, if you like, high-octane fuel. It energises. If we know the love of God ourselves... Well, it gives great motivation to love him and to love others. So do look into God's love through Jesus if it's never something that's had your serious attention before. So, Kevin, Lydia, others, may may your life be filled with love for others, for each other, May it be filled with love for God and may it be filled with an awareness in a personal way of God's love for you. Thank you. Well, we're going on to our fourth hymn now. There's lots to think about on a wedding day and in the years ahead. But one thing is... uh, keeping God central and keeping him in view, seeking to serve him, which is the thought behind the last choice they have made for a hymn, which is the the song, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart. And at the end of it, do stay standing for some notices and a closing prayer. Be Thou My Vision.
moment I'm going to close in prayer and then we're going to have the signing of the register. Uh, just a couple of notices. Uh, after the registration um, the uh, photographers are going to take a, a photo from the pulpit to try and get us all in before we head out. And then the, the bridal party will head out straight ahead through the old entrance uh, but uh, the rest of us will file out out of the new entrance to the side at some point there'll be some confetti involved outside. And uh, then there is a cake reception, the Sunday School Hall here, and everyone is welcome to that reception. And then the guests going to Ravenswood leave onwards after Kevin and Lydia. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you to be reminded of the theme of love on this special day. We pray that for Kevin and Lydia and we pray that for ourselves. Just to grow in love for others. Just to grow in love for you. And may we know very personally your love for us through Jesus Christ. Amen.